All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, good morning. It's actually around 9 o'clock as I am recording. Yeah, Uncle Bobby had an early start. I figured I'd crank this out. Let's have some fun. Gang, the first one up on the hit list is me. Yeah. How do you guys like the natural sunlight? Yeah, podcasters, you can't see it. Just act like you can. I had to close the damn shades and look at me. I still got the damn sunlight coming. The sun is right there. Son of a bitch. Better gonna dub it. First one up on the hit list, gang, is me. Yeah. You know how you're starting to make it in uh, the YouTube atmosphere? People start ripping your videos. Yeah. Now, does that bother me? Not one ounce. This is social media. All is fair in war in YouTube, baby. And I do the exact same thing. It's how you make content, right? Knock yourself out, Jack. I've got no problem with someone going on my channel. I can't stop you. I put shit out there. I want people to watch it. Duh. Right? <laughs> I don't know this person. I don't know this person. But they know me. They know me. And here's the thing, though, gang. It's another fucking Christian apologist. And I already told y'all, and I'm going to continue to say it. In Latin, Greek, or Dutch, or whatever, Israeli, whatever the fuck language, where it's trans, apologia is, you know, to defend or explain. In Cajun, it means I'm going to fucking lie to your face. You guys think I'm bullshitting? I got 90 minutes worth of game tape talking to Chris. That's all this is. And again... Your God is so fucking powerful. He needs the likes of apologists to lie and twist and to turn and do all this bullshit and foolishness to prove that he exists. Okay, fine. Now, gang, this fuckface, let's just pull up his bullshit real fast. It's a YouTube short, so I don't remember how to rewind it and the blase and the fucking glavenoids. What's this fuckface's name? Come on. Caldwell Apologetics. I don't know Caldwell, but Caldwell knows who I am. And it's, why is atheism absurd? Now, gang, it's a whole objective versus subjective. Is it absolutely true? Blah, 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 blah. To Caldwell's credit, there's nothing that I said that he took out of context. Not a fucking thing. But gang, when it comes to these philosophical word games, I put it in the same category as I do football. Uncle Bobby loves watching football. Let me see if I can get that sunlight off of me some way, somehow. I love watching football. I just won't do it at a stadium. I won't. God damn, the lights are There it is. I hope you guys can still hear me from back here. God damn, that light's annoying. And let me tell you why I will not go to a football stadium. Number one, there are humans there. I've been around humans. One out of ten. Don't recommend. I, I just don't enjoy it. I'm not going to sit there with 100,000 of my closest fucking friends. Right? Number two. I can't speak for other stadiums, but I know the house that I helped build. Daryl K. Royal, Texas Memorial Stadium. They have these things called seats. Fully functional. Very comfortable. But you'll never guess what, gang. Nobody uses them. People stand for three solid hours. That sounds miserable to me. And the last thing, 
there's always a couch coach. And by that, I mean it's the guy that has never played football before a day in his life. He's 17 Budweiser's into the day, but he's going to tell you what he would have done if he was the quarterback on third and 15 lined up on the right hash mark on the 40-yard line going in. Please go fuck yourself. That sounds like hell to me, gang. I don't enjoy it. So I stay my black ass at home. And for the people who thrive in that atmosphere, and when I tell them I sit in this house by myself and I listen to the commentators in silence, it's miserable for them. So I don't invite them. How that pertains to this conversation, <laughs> gang, I'm very well aware that in some philosophical circles, it's a very robust and worthwhile debate topic. Is rape objectively wrong? Is slavery objectively wrong? Is hurting someone... A fine, fine. Like I've told Chris and every other fucking apologist, I won't go into your house. I will not go into your house. Just like I don't expect you to come into my house. Again, I, I repeat it. And again, he did not take anything out of context. I don't care. I do not care. And more importantly, I will never invite you into my home. And by my home, I mean what I do for a living. Because see, when that lady is wigging the fuck out because she's having a severe flashback, I'm not going to call a fucking Christian apologist and say, can you help me out? Because I know that's not their strong suit. Just like my strong suit is not, it's not even not my strong suit. It's my, I don't give a fuck suit. I don't care. Christians, I don't. I'm giving you ample space. So when you fucking monster edit this, when you Frankenstein edit this, you can absolutely put out there that Robert Reed said he doesn't care about rape. You just make sure you put one of these on the end of every single last one of those monster edits. I do not care. I do not care about the label you put in front of the word rape. Objective, subjective, fire trucks, police cars, fire hydrants, dog shit. All I hear is the word rape. Now again, in some deep philosophical foolishness, that's a very robust debate topic. And I also acknowledge, gang, I also acknowledge, hold on, that, what the fuck? I fucked that all the way up. I also acknowledge, gang, where the fuck was I going with that? Oh, that it's not just theists who argue that. Apparently, again, even non-believers who are knee-deep or neck-deep in philosophy, they like to have this debate. I just don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. Because, yeah, like I said, it does not affect the bottom line. And so the way I make peace with this before I roll, buddy, you're killing your father, buddy. Before I roll this not fucked up ass tape, because it's me, so I'm not going to say it's a fucked up ass tape, okay? What the fuck's going on? Nah, it doesn't matter. What the fuck was I saying before buddy distracted me? My power strip isn't working for some reason. No, it was. It's the light, gang. The light is so fucking bright. I couldn't tell that the power strip was on. With my monkey ass. Back on topic. I just don't care. 
I don't. Now we're gonna roll this tape. It's a YouTube short, so I don't know how to rewind it. But uh, again, there's nothing that was taken out of context, gang. Nothing. Hold on, you guys ready? Uh, let's get volume. Let's roll this beautiful ass tape. You wanna know why? Because it's me. What? Okay, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Gang, it kicked me out of the... P, your speaker is sitting right here. What the fuck was that? Gang, isn't Uncle Bobby the definition of professionalism? Connecting. All right. Apparently it's connected for audio this time. How anticlimactic was that, gang? How anticlimactic was that? Let's see what happens. This is going to be so fucking loud. Watch. Ugh. You guys ready? Roll the tape. Or not. Go fuck yourself. Gang, why is this not working? Oh, here we go. And I don't know at what mark, maybe the 30 minute mark or so, he talked about rape being objectively wrong. Pause the tape. Can you guys hear what he did? He piped. And you know what we're going to do? Go fuck yourself, Caldwell. He piped in circus music in the background. Like, I'm the ass clown. I'm the ass clown because I go to work every day and I try to help people who have been raped. But he's going to pump in circus music on me. This motherfucker. And I don't know at what mark, maybe the 30 minute mark or so, he talked about rape being objectively wrong. And I told him. I told him from the get-go. I don't do object. I told you guys. I do not care if something is objective. I care if it happens. Everything else is everything else. Although consistent atheists might say that they don't believe in objective morality, no atheist lives this way. For example, all atheists will object to another person stealing from them. Many atheists... Paul's a date. You're absolutely right. Fuck nuts. And I told Chris, and I'll tell you guys, and I'll tell any fucking apologist who wants to listen to this. I don't care. And you're right. I would be upset. If you stole my shit, because gang, if you've known me for five minutes, you know how much I hate a thief. I can't stand him. Go fuck yourself if you steal. Is it objectively wrong that you steal from me? I don't care, buddy. Every time, gang. How can I keep my ankle? You guys got to see his eyes. Completely glassed over. Whoever neglected this dog, go fuck yourself. Hey, dude. You all right? Back on topic. I, I hate a thief. And I don't care if you're going to sit here and say, well, oh, God gave me Shut the fuck up. I don't care. I do not care. Is it objectively wrong that you steal from me? Don't care. Just don't let me catch you. And I was saying, all your little games, they don't account for the five minutes after. Because if I catch you, you got to pay consequences now. Now you can sit here and the question will change. Is the justice that Uncle Bobby just served up objectively painful or not? All your fucking word games. Right? Every atheist would be mad if you stole something from him. And if you pick this atheist to steal from, now you have to deal with that atheist. So now it's up to you, Christians. Is your square little word game Worth what's going to happen afterwards. Get all the ifs. Does it matter? Does it affect the bottom line? But yet, I'm the clown. I'm the circus freak because all I care about is did you hurt somebody? Their priority? 
is to sit there and jerk off because they can call it objective. Roll the tape. Theists will argue that morality is subjective or the result of social conviction. However, this means they do not have a basis for arguing that the Holocaust was wrong, that slavery was wrong, that rape is wrong, or that torturing children is wrong. However, they attempt... Pause the tape. Did you guys catch that? That hurting children is uh, wrong. Normally, it's hurting kids for fun. Again, all these qualifiers. Who gives a shit? Christians, I'm going to tell you something. There are topics that never enter my mind. Ever. Until I talk to you guys. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? You know how many times I think, by myself anyway, you know how many times the thought of hurting a child enters my brain space? Never. It, I know I don't think about it. I don't think about it until a Christian puts it in there. Again, fuckface Chris, that little meme there, an atheist waking up, and Christianity, why do you guys think about it so much? Again, if you need me to answer that, get off my goddamn channel. Again, switch that. Wake up, yeah, child molestation. I don't think about these things, and I'm a self-defense instructor, gang. Fuck you, Christians, fuck you. Roll the tape. To argue that these things are wrong for all people at all times and all places. They demonstrate that they actually do believe in objective, universal. Pause the tape. End the tape. I will say it again. I don't care. I don't care. Call it objective, subjective. Call it pizza. I don't care what you call it. But again, I now know. I now know what is important to you guys and what's important to you guys is this verbal victory okay but that does not help the situation at all so again i want to say out of your house christians i will because i know what's important to you it's just not important to me if there's a case that i'm dealing with i'm going to contact grandmaster williams and I'd be like, I, I just don't know how to teach this person. And he's going to like, you dumbass. I can't believe I gave you a seven degree black belt. Why didn't you show her this? I'd be like, ah, oh, that's why you're the ninth degree. That's why I'm the fucking seven. I'm not going to go to you guys. Hey, Caldwell. Right? How, how do I get her out of this situation? What did she say was objectively wrong? So again, you're right. I don't care. I do not care. I do not care. I also do not care if you get on my channel and rip this and monster edit it. I don't. One thing I learned from my childhood, you never have to prove yourself to your friends. Right? <laughs> if you can hear all the words that are coming out of my mouth and you splice them together and you run this edited sentence that says, I want to hurt buddy. My friends know he shut the fuck up. I, I would throw myself in front of a moving vehicle before I hurt this goddamn dog, right? So when, like Chris did, and I've seen other apologists do it, when they dishonestly edit, I'm trying to fix this damn sunlight game. When they dishonestly edit a video to make the atheist say something that they didn't say, again, to your real friends, you will never have to prove yourself. That didn't help one fucking ounce. So, again, I'm going to give you all the leeway you need. 
apologist. I don't care. I don't care that you can call rape objectively wrong. Because like the most of you, you're not helping. Congratulations on your meager victory. Now gang, next one up in the big daddy of today, and I don't know which one to even play on this shit. It's the topic of hell. Christians, go fuck yourself. That is disgusting. And I don't care about these word games either. The concept of hell is 100% immoral. Torturing somebody for an eternity for their mindset, or I guess in this case, the lack thereof. And again, all the bullshit and all the twisting and the turnings and the bludge and the glavenoids. Yeah, Adolf Hitler could be in heaven right now. If that fucker had a genuine repentance, and you know what, Christians, you don't get to make that call. Because apparently the fucker did. Hitler gets to go to heaven. While all the Jews that he murdered, guess where they are right now. Jeffrey Dahmer, guess who's in fucking heaven right now. I mean, seriously, that is, and again, shut the fuck up. You know, well, you know, you don't go to hell because, you know, you didn't believe in Jesus. You go to hell because, you know, shut the fuck up. The bottom line, again, that doesn't affect the bottom line. People who do not believe as Christians do, they get hurt. And they get hurt, apparently, by God that loves them. Now, gang, as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about all this bullshit, yeah, hell has always been a thorn in my side, even when I was a Christian. Because, again, to me... If you are intellectually honest with yourself, there is no way you can call the God proposition, the heaven and the hell, the least bit moral. Not unless you've got apologetics on your side. There's no way to spin eternal torment and call it the least bit moral, right? So much, in fact, that I have a hard time being friends with the hardcore Christians that are, have that much of a heart on for uh, the concept of hell. Because <laughs> it goes on something like this, gang. If you befriend or you've been a friend with a person who's in the Ku Klux Klan, I'm not going to lie. You and I can't be friends. We cannot be friends. We can't be. Right? I don't care if you think that he's one of the good ones. Well, Robert, he hasn't hung a black person. His friends have. I, I don't care. Right? Well, I've never personally heard him, you know, drop an N-bomb on a black person. We cannot be friends if your homie, your homeboy, is a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And yeah, now I sound like Anakin Skywalker up in this bitch. If you are not with me, then you are my enemy. When it comes to the Ku Klux Klan, you goddamn right. <laughs> and I will. And it's like, you know what? You don't have to choose. Because at this stage of the game, if I have to convince you, or if I have to explain why you cannot befriend me and a card carrying member of the Ku Klux Klan, you are not worth my time. So I'm going to back out. And you and racist Mac fuckface, right off into the sunset together. Same thing here. Right? If you sit here and you tell me I'm going to burn in hell forever by a God who loves me, 
It's getting to the point to where I cannot be your friend. I cannot. And no fuck nuts. It's not because I believe in hell and I'm mad at blah, 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 blah. It's the insult that comes with it. Now, let me channel my inner Ray Comfort. If I told you, <laughs> when I found out your kid got accepted to Rice University, you know what? I hope for your child when they go to Rice, I hope for the four years that they are enrolled at Rice every single day, every single day that they get beaten with lead pipes. I hope they fail every fucking class. I hope every time they walk past a stray dog, that dog just bites the shit out of him, gives them rabies. I hope they get food poisoned and have the flying shit for four. If I just listed this cavalcade of ill will towards your child, now what are the odds of that happening? About as slim to none as it possibly gets. That being said, I am telling you what I think about your child. How do you not take that as an insult? You probably wouldn't be my friend if every day I go, hey, you know, you know, James is doing great at right. Did he get the flying shits yet? I said that's what I hope for James. Did, did, has he been beaten with lead pipes? Bitten by rabid animals? That's what I want every time. How much, how much would y'all put up with that? You wouldn't. Same thing here. If you're going to sit here and tell me that what I'm worth to you and your God is eternal torment, how, how, how can we be friends, gang? How can we be friends? And again, 1.5 billion Hindus, practicing Hindus, more than likely in India. They're all going to be tortured? Fuck the excuses. That's why we send missionaries. God is off. Don't want to fucking hear it. I told you. That's why I don't invite Christians into my safe space. Yeah, I called it a safe space. I got tired of listening to all the excuses. Now, there is one Christian I'm going to allow on this bench, and it's going to be Chris. And like I said, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, that's still a thorn up my booty hole, gang. If he comes on this channel, Chris, you sneaky little bastard, I already told you, I don't care about your word game. We're going to talk about your lies. We're going to talk about the bullshit that came out of your mouth. But that's why I don't debate a Christian on this show. Because I know I'm right. The concept of hell is fucking immoral. And Christians, I used to be one of them. Used to get on, you know, your knees and praise this God who apparently three quarters of everyone who has and is now or will ever walk the earth, you're fucked. And some way, somehow, we're supposed to call that good. Because, yeah. Now, gang, of course, Uncle Bobby ripped some fucking videos. And there's this one, again, and you know the fucked up thing is? Again, I'm the one. Okay, I'm the one who got flagged for harassment. I'm the one kicking the actual factuals. <clears throat> these fuck faces, these videos have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of views. Some of these YouTubers have millions of subscribers. This fucker is getting ready to threaten every non-believer on the planet. And it's his, his entire channel is literally 60-second YouTube shorts. One topic. Burning in hell. The God that loves you so much, he's about to fuck you up. Now, okay, if you let's do this one, gang. If you go to hell, 
Parentheses, do this. This is going to be fucked up. Let's cue it up. You guys ready? Roll the tape. You guys here, buddy? I'm sorry that you were never told this about hell. If a person goes to hell, they have not one. And I mean not one way of escape from this torture. Pause the tape. So what you can't see is this blonde little fuck face. He's got uh, this baby face, all kinds of innocent and shit. And the graphics behind him, of course, it's fire and this fiery pit and the whatnot. This is love. This is the Christian version of love. If you don't return the love that I'm giving you, I'm going to hurt you. And I'm going to hurt you worse than you've ever been hurt before. Because I love you. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Or not. Come on. It's not like prison where you can try to escape, but you're there for all of eternity. And if you notice your heart is beating a little faster than normal, it's probably because you think you're going to go to hell. If you don't want to go there, click the pin linked in comments and subscribe. What? Pause, pause the tape in the tape. You guys catch that? If your heart's beating faster, it's because you're afraid of going to hell. Make sure you hit the like, subscribe, you share it, you follow it. Push me up the algorithm so I can get paid like a motherfucker. <laughs> if you want to avoid hell, help me get paid. Again, you, this is such an important topic to Christians and Christianity that it takes this 20-year-old fuck knuckle to make a YouTube short. You mean your God just can't simply poke his head out of the fucking clouds and say, hey, here I am, who wants to join in? No. You have to like, you have to share, you have to comment, you subscribe. Don't be afraid to hit me up on Patreon. Don't be afraid to hit Uncle Bobby up on Patreon. Right? Hit my Venmo and the Blase and the Glavenoids. Make sure that I get 100,000 subs so I can get a gold plaque. Don't go to hell. Ask me how. I, I, I mean, give me a break. This is how important. It, it, shut the fuck up. Now we got another one from this asswipe. Again, if you go to hell, do this. Because, again, gang, this dude is young enough to be my son. Uncle Bobby needs some more water. This kid is young enough to be my son. He doesn't know shit from Shinola. I am literally wearing a pair of gym shorts right now that I guarantee are no less than six years younger than he is. And his monkey ass is going to tell me, a middle-aged man, what happens after I die. Oh, let me write this down here, fuckface. Give me a roll. Hold on, let's get this queued up. Let's do this. If you end up in hell, do what this man did. There was once a man going about his night just like any other night. When all of a sudden the Lord shows him a vision of hell. In this vision, he saw a variety of things. But he pause the tape. Okay, the, the Lord apparently works in mysterious ways. No, he doesn't. He works up in fucked up ways. Do you know how many people are praying for real shit right now? Please don't let my parent die in front of my fucking face. Hey, please make this slap nuts pervert, you know, Catholic priest. Make him stop raping me for the 12th time this month. Nowhere to be found. But God gives some fuck face a nightmare to show him that hell is real. Again, Christians, if your God is real, he is not worth the piss that comes out of the end of my dick. Give me a break. Roll the tape said there's one thing in specific that will never leave his memory and what it was will shock you 
It was the demons that he saw. He said that they were all deformed. And he said that they were so scary to look at and they were gross to look at. Jesus is the only way out of hell. And if you love Jesus, make sure to subscribe. And if you don't want to go to hell, then click the video I pinned in the comment. It Pause the tape in the tape. If you don't want to go to hell, click the video in the link. Hit me up on PayPal. Push me through the algorithm. Oh, let me guess, Christians. He's not a real Christian, right? Give me a fucking break. Gang, that is disgusting. Not, not just that he's pimping, you know, torture so he can make money, but the concept in general. And again, this is not a debate. I am not going to debate a Christian on the concept of hell. Do not waste my time. Again, I, you think I'm stupid, don't you? Yeah, you do. You think we're all stupid. I'm not even going to say hashtag all Christians. Christians, you think we're stupid. You think we're actually going to sit here and listen to, to you do these twisties and turnies to, so, to show that some way, somehow, eternal torment is actually the right choice? Give me a break. Yep. And I told him. And this fuck face. So let me get this one queued up, gang. Again, so next one up is going to be three signs you're going to hell because, yeah, I, I just don't know what says love quite like the threat of eternal torment. Oh, let's get this. I should be able to stop and fast forward this one. Three signs you are good. Which one is this? I don't need, okay, the line of Judah. I was going to do the one by Cribs or whatever the fuck. Cribs Ministry. I, I, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to get my water. Let's cue this up. Roll the tape. Going to hell. When preparing this message, I came across a sermon from an old preacher who has gone to be with the Lord. I would like to read you an excerpt from his sermon. I will give you another token from a different quarter. And that is the extreme easiness of conscience which we see in many men and women. They can commit a great sin, wash their hands, and then have it done with, as if the very washing of the hand or the wiping of the mouth was quite enough to put away all thought of the wrong. Many will sit here tonight who have, through a long life, committed a hundred sins of which they would be ashamed to be reminded, and yet they are not ashamed of them. They would only be ashamed to be found out. They are not ashamed of the sin itself. A man truly awakened by the Spirit of God feels the remembrance of his sin to sting him as with scorpions. He cannot... Pause the tape. I'm black. Sins that he's ashamed of. Okay, first and foremost, there's no such thing as sin. I already told you, grow the fuck up. A woman made out of a man's rib who ate a magical apple because a snake juke-stepped her didn't happen. Grow up. But let's just cut right to it. Sins that you'd be ashamed of, like jerking off all over yourself, having sex without a wedding ring. Well, you'll never guess what. I'm not the least bit ashamed of that. And you know what? Neither should you. There's nothing wrong with your natural impulses. And again, another reason why it is, I do not do these debates on my show. Because right now, what would a Christian apologist do? They would jump straight to rape. Well, Robert, I mean, rape is natural for the rape. Shut the fuck up. 
And ah, uh, was that you, Todd, on high? When I uh, was talking to Peter? <laughs> That's the real fucked up thing about this quote-unquote argument, gang. It makes you uh, consider the feelings of the rapist. And you'll never guess what. And Christian, before you splice this, make sure you put this in here too. I don't care. I don't care about the feelings of the rapist. Well, Robert, I mean, rape makes the rapist feel good. Now I'm going to whip his ass. What the fuck's wrong with you? But again, let's just cut right to it. They're talking about sex. That you'd be ashamed of it. Don't be ashamed of what comes to you naturally. Do it. If you feel safe and respect it, rock on, chief. Roll the tape. I bear it. But the great mass of people do a thousand wrong things, and yet they are not troubled, but feel quite at ease. Some of you are probably within a very short time of death and judgment, and yet you- Pause the tape. That's terrible. That's some Ray Comfort crap right there. Some of you are close to death. I told you, he did that to an older man named Dale. Dale was in his 80s. Very well aware that he did not ought to have another 50 years left. He had buried his wife and just about every member of his family. And Ray just would not let up. He kept reminding Dale, you're going to die. You guys worship death so much you guys forget to fucking live. How are you going to put that in there? That That is nothing more than a grade A threat wrapped around a fucking insult. Roll the tape. You can make sport of sin. And yet, you can make game of sin. How often does it happen that people come to the place of worship and go their way, having rejected solemn appeals, and they will never hear anymore? They have had their last warning. Oh, if they could but know that during the week, they will fall down dead. Pause the tape. Warning. Again, just let me know when this sounds like not a threat. A warning. Right, again, it's your fault. Again, the four diagnosable uh, criteria for battered spouse syndrome. Of the four, the Christian God nails all 79 gang. All 79. And all of this for love. Right now, there's a picture of someone dying of cancer. Instead of your God who apparently can do all things, instead of just wiping cancer out so no one ever has to hear... I'm so sorry at stage three, blankety, 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 blank. Nope. Instead, he just makes hell because nothing says love more like I'm going to fucking hurt you. Roll the tape. Or be laid aside by sickness, never to leave the bed again. Yet they trifle on the brink of fate, on the very verge of everlasting woe. End of quote. The Bible tells us that there is a place called hell. The Bible tells us that there is a place called utter darkness. The Bible tells us that there is a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. A place where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. A place of eternal, everlasting separation from an eternal, everlasting God. A place where there is... Pause the tape. What's the difference? What is the difference again i guess depending on which christian you talk to 
Trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of uncountable nonstop years. I mean, I hope there's like a Target, a Sam's, a Costco, something up in that bitch. Because the amount of Vaseline that you're going to have to fucking buy to continue to give this guy a double lubricated fucking hand job, holy shit balls. That sounds terrible. So you either have to sit here and stroke the cock of this intergalactic eagle maniac forever or this, or you'd be tortured. What's the difference? And I've had Christians tell me, oh, nothing sounds fine, or nothing sounds fine. You know, worshiping God for an eternity sounds fantastic. Motherfucker, I know Christians who dread going to church. You can't sit for an hour a fucking week, but you're going to do weighted jumping jacks with a smile on your face, knowing that you have to go to a church service that never ends. Roll the tape. There is no love of God, a place where there is none of the goodness of God. The Bible tells us there is a place of eternal, everlasting suffering. Sermons about hell are rarely preached. We hear sermons about 10 steps to your breakthrough, five steps to finding your husband, three kingdom principles to become rich, five steps to become a millionaire, Jesus did not go through the... Pause the tape, but apparently we don't hear enough about a loving God hurting people. Again, there's nothing loving about the Christian proposition game. Nothing. I could do the exact same thing. I am physically capable of doing the exact same thing. May not last forever, but I can make it feel as such. And if I acted like this, I would go to jail. People would be giving me 10% of their income and having to make Uncle Bobby apologetics to make excuses. If you don't do what I say, you are going to pay for that. Tell me. Tell you, the, the Christian proposition. Say it with me. I've said it before. It is always one pronoun away from being unlawful. This is not love. It just isn't. Roll the tape agony of the cross and die the deaths of all deaths for you to drive a Lamborghini. He did that so you may have eternal life. So let's put aside all of these material sermons and let's talk about what matters, heaven and hell. I promise you, 100 years from now, you won't care about how much money you have in your bank account. For some of you, 20 minutes from this very moment, you won't care about how much money you have in your bank account. The Bible is clear. We are all moving towards an appointment that we cannot avoid. An appointment with God. Hebrews 9.27 And as... Uncle Bobby, 101, go fuck yourself. Wait till your father gets home. I will meet you under the flagpole at 3 p.m. We all have an appointment with God. Why? He's wrathful. Again, please tell me how this is love. I'm waiting, Christians. No, I'm not. This is hate. Roll the tape. It is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. Hell is an eternal reality that can be avoided. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, and 6. 
Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. And I trust that you will discover that we have not failed the test. If we can come from the habit of self-examination, we will discover whether or not we are in the faith. There are observable signs, according to the Bible, that someone is going to hell, and we shall consider three of them. Sign number one, ignoring Jesus as the only way to heaven. John 10, 9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. You can never choose to ignore Jesus and expect to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way to heaven. There are not many ways to heaven but one, and Jesus is that way. Alright, pause the tape, I'm black. Gang, this is all just sitting on some bullshit, isn't it? Again, Jesus is the only way. Please don't tell that to the Amazonian tribes that literally do not have a God concept in their language. Literally don't have a God concept in their language, but they're going to go to hell. Oh, let me guess. Well, Robert, we just look up in the stars. What about the trees, Robert? How do you think you got here? Pizza leaf fast on the West Air for the mudge. Again, Christians, you can sit there with that arrogant look on your face all day long. But you still have not explained all the other religions. You haven't. And every time we ask a Christian about this, what happens, gang? What happens? It's like, well, what about that religion over there? Well, they don't have Jesus Christ. Again, you, you guys are going off of the only it that you want. And the it is Jesus. There is a religion, Hinduism, where one of their gods has an elephant's head. How do you know that's not the it? There are thousands, if not millions, of it's. But you guys, of course, thank God, quite literally thank God, that you chose the one right religion out of the thousands, and probably of those, the hundreds of thousands of individual God claims. Quite literally thank your God that you got the one that is correct. You arrogant bastards. Roll the tape. John 10.9 says that Jesus is the door and that it is only those who enter through him that will be saved. People may attempt to enter heaven through other ways, but they will be disappointed because the only way to heaven is Jesus Christ. If you reject the sacrifice Jesus paid to purchase your salvation, you are a wicked person. Irrespective of how morally good or well... Pause the tape, you're a wicked person. Battered spouse. Battered spouse. That is the first one. The irrational belief that the pain you are feeling is your fault. That is exactly what an abusive spouse says. Why did you make me do this? This is your fault. If you reject the, the whatever the fuck of Jesus Christ, you're a wicked person. How is that any different from why are there not three ice cubes in my drink? Now go fetch my belt so I can give you some motherfucking discipline, you dumb bitch. What's the difference between that and you're a guilty sinner who deserves to go to hell? 
I'll tell you what the difference is. When you hear option A, you call the cops. When you hear option B, you pull out your wallet and tell, give the person that just told you that 10% of your income. Roll the tape. Well behaved you are. It is good for us to note that good works does not qualify anyone to enter heaven. The only people heaven is meant for are the believers in Christ, those that are saved by grace through faith in him. Ephesians. Pause the tape, gang. What a fucked up standard that is. Again, if the Christian God is real, what came out of Bubba's butthole just now has more morality than the Christian God. What else is there to judge people on than by what they do? Seriously. Again, the Muslim surgeon who stayed late past their, uh, their shift, they took special interest in your case, operated on your monkey ass nonstop for seven hours to save your life. And that person is going to go to hell and be tortured forever. You arrogant bastards. What else is there to truly judge people on other than their actions? Well, according to Christianity, your thoughts. What you do does not matter. The only thing that the Christian God judges you on is how you think. And all he cares about is about you, what you think about one thing. Do you want to jerk me off? Roll the tape. 2, 8 and 9 says, For by the grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation is not about you. Salvation is not about you. The Christian faith is not a man-centered faith. Pause the tape. Again, there's, there's the biggest difference right there. I don't think I need saving. I don't. <clears throat> and you know what? Even you Christians, I don't think you need saving. I think for the most part, we're just kind of okay. We are. Do we have faults? Yeah, of course. But we also have good. And so let's weigh the good against the bad. Unlike, you know, the Ray Comforts. Have you ever told a lie? Well, what does that make you? Shut the fuck up. I mean, it's sad, gang. It is sad. This is what the overwhelming majority of people in this country believe. That they are so fucked up. Again, as a, not just a self-defense teacher, gang. As just a human. It's hard for me to sit here, and especially the people that I know that I care about. It's like, oh, I deserve all kinds of fucked up shit. I'm the worst person. It's like, no, you're not. No, you are not. You are a good person. I see how you take care of your kids. I know what you do for a living. You do good. You're good. I am all kinds of fucked up, Robin. I do. So fucked up that a dad had to murder his son in the most horrific way imaginable. Now drink my son's blood and eat his flesh and you're still not okay. I mean, that's what makes this so hard to listen to. Roll the tape. It is a Christ-centered faith. Our salvation is based completely and utterly on what Jesus did on the cross. You cannot add to your salvation. Not one of us is going to heaven because of our morality. But those who go to heaven are going because they have accepted the gift of salvation. Listen, 
Pause the tape. Again, that's not a gift. And that's not kindness. Again, if the person threatening to whip your ass is also giving you a way out of that ass whooping, that's not grace. It's not. That's just a threat. That is literally just a fucking threat. You, I, I, you don't have to get that ass whipped. But how many ice cubes did I say? Again, if, if the person threatening you is also giving you a way out of that threat, that's not you're not being shown love, gang. You're still being threatened. You are still being fucking threatened. Now, if I'm too lazy to get up, right, and someone's here, I'm like, would you please? <laughs> My leg hurts. Could you could you give me a refill, please? And when they fuck up, you know, put like nine, you know, pounds of fucking tonic with like a splash of Hendrix or some shit. I'm going to say thank you. You saved me from having to get up and use my bad leg. I'm, I'm going to tease them. Like, you, you, you've never poured a gin and tonic before, have you? Jesus, thank you, Christ. But I'm going to say thank you. What I'm not going to do is get up and beat the dog shit out of that person, then blame them for the pain that I just whipped on them. This isn't love, gang. Under no working definition can you call this love. Roll the tape. Morality is not enough to take anyone to heaven. No matter how gentle a person is, he or she is held out if he or she seeks another way to enter heaven other than through Jesus Christ. Pause the tape. That right there. That's the problem. That was the problem with me and Chris. If I were ever talked to Caldwell fuckface, no, we're not having the same discussion. No, no, I'm, I'm not looking for salvation. Going to heaven, because I don't believe in one. It's like when Chris said, there are only two religions, God or absurdity. Uh, I don't, uh, I'm not a religious man, Chris. We're not, we're not having the same conversation. That's the big problem, that right there. People are looking for other ways to go to heaven. Fuck nuts. If we're not looking to go to your heaven, it's probably because we don't believe in it. Be it you either believe in something else, another heaven, or you're like me. And I think there's no fucking heaven. There's no, it's just, you die. We're not having the same conversation. Roll the tape. In John 14, 6, Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one can come to the Father except through him. Like God sent the angel of Cornelius, he is sending this message to us. Seeking another way to heaven is a great sign. Pause the tape, and he's sending that message through Christian apologetics. Keep in mind, I listened to um, the R and Raw debate against Cy. I thought about my discussion with not just Chris, but every other apologist I've ever spoken to. <laughs> Keep in mind, gang, at the end of these word games and endless insults, we're supposed to believe in their God. I'm not convinced. I spent 90 minutes on the horn with someone who just had a conversation with that can. I was never allowed to answer any questions. None of it. If you're talking like a fuckface, Greg Kokel. What do you mean by that? I'm just gathering information. And you know one thing I think about? When I think about the likes of a Greg Kokel, when he says some bullshit, like we're just gathering information, you know what he never once tells you to do? What to do when you get enough information. 
It's just this nonstop drivel of how do you know that? And, and that's supposed to convince me. I'm supposed to hear a grown-ass man like fuckface Frank Turk ask for a definition of every word in your goddamn sentence. Well, I'm a good person, fuckface Frank Turk. Am I going to go to heaven? What do you mean by good? Well, I'm a decent person. What do you mean by decent? W when is that supposed to, oh, I'm a Christian now. It's so important to the Christian God that we go to heaven that he sends intellectually lazy fuckfaces to convince us that this message is real or whatever the fuck the terminology is. <laughs> Roll the tape. Fine, you are going to the wrong place. Sign number two. A life that is exactly the same as before you were saved. Matthew 7, 21 through to 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. I know this one. Yeah. Only those who do what my Father in heaven wants will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, uh, Lord, didn't... And the, yeah, I don't know you. I know that verse. Go fuck yourself. Right? That my life hasn't changed. I've got a pretty good life. You don't have to like it. Just like I told all the apologists. You're right. And it's this thing that we adults call a disagreement. You may think I'm the biggest pile of shit to ever walk the planet. I don't. More importantly, the people who care about me, they don't. Okay. <laughs> right. My, your life hasn't changed. It's because I don't want it to. I, I think I'm good to go. And if your God exists, and if that's not good enough for him, he can go fuck himself too. Again, how you act is how we judge you. It's just really that simple. Roll the tape. We prophesy in your name. Didn't we drive out demons in your name? Didn't we do many miracles in your name? Then I will tell them clearly. I never knew you. Get away from me. You who do evil. This passage of scripture reveals to us that there are those who are assured they are going to heaven. Pause the tape. What you guys can't see, the visual right now is of a young lady if she's 24 i will drop and give you 50 push-ups right now her hair looks completely disheveled she looks like she's fighting back tears she looks like she just saw something horrible there are uh, little flickers of flames behind her and the backdrop is completely black i've seen that look before at work This is nothing more than a scare tactic. Aren't you afraid now? Okay, you know what this is? It just hit. I remember two people. The first one, I just took it. The second one, I laid this laid into this person. When my mother was dying, she hadn't passed away yet. Dying. I had two people straight up. One was, are you ready to be a Christian now? And the other person was like, are you ready to start? No, the first one was, do you want to try prayer? And I said, I don't pray. I'm an atheist. That person told me that you weren't ready to try everything. I told that person to go fuck themselves. Then the other person was, are you ready to become a Christian? I mean, give me a break. I mean, I don't know where I was going with that, but that, that's what this looks like. 
right? It's it's to scare the dog shit out of you so you'll quote unquote make the right choice. This woman looks scared as shit. Just roll the tape. But when in actuality, they have no reason to be assured. Their assurance is false. They are doing nothing except deceiving themselves. They genuinely believed they are born again. Pause the tape, gang. The video just showed a string of women that look just like I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. You guys look it up. Lion of Judah. Three signs you're going to hell with parentheses. This may surprise you. You think I'm bullshitting? Look that shit up. It's around the eight minute mark. They just showed four ladies. The, the fourth one, she was crying. I see those exact same facial expressions when I'm talking to someone whose husband or boyfriend is beating the dog shit out of them. Now it's got some dude looking out the window with this look of despair. Keep in mind, all of this is supposed to get us to the conclusion that a God is real and that we want to go to heaven and be with him. Tell me when I'm supposed to sign up. Give me a roll the tape. But they are not. So what is a clear indication that you are going to hell? There is no change in your life from since you were born again. You cannot be born again and experience no change in your life. If before you were born, you used to lie, steal. Pause the tape. Look at those eyes. You guys thought I was bullshit. Look at that. Look at that. This is supposed to convince us, gang. That's supposed to convince us. No, that's supposed to scare you. Again, born again. You guys know the saying, I was born right the first time. I'm not going to sit here. And no, it's not because I'm being, you know, obstinate or I'm rebellious against God. Because this is what I truly believe. Burke, my dad, Carrie, my mom, they did a good job. I turned out okay. And the only way that I'm going to sound like this is to say that these two people behind me, that they fucked up and they did it. I turned out to be a good kid. Roll the tape. And cheat. And then after you are born again, you still lie, steal, and cheat with no change whatsoever. Examine yourself. I am not for one second saying Christians do not sin once they are born again. We all know they do, in fact. But what I am saying is that when the Holy Spirit enters your life, there has to be a change in your life. A change that even if... Pause the tape. And the change is, normally I just spit, you guys become more annoying. You do. You sound like Chris. You sound like uh, Caldwell Apologetics. You sound like the people who sit outside the grocery store and tell me I'm a sodomite faggot. You're right. You're going to lie. You're going to do something deceitful. We all do. But like I said, out here in reality land, we weigh your good against your bad. And it's not a perfect process. But for right now, it's the only process we got. <laughs> right? Again, according to Christianity, the, the moment your dad fucked your mom... You're, you're terrible. You're absolutely terrible. And again, I find it ultra hypocritical. 
that all life is sacred. We can't have abortion. But we're all born sinners. And all sinners deserve to get hurt. Unless, of course, you die of SIDS at three months, then apparently you get to go to heaven. Because we're all born sinners except for infants. What? Roll the, Let's wrap this up. Roll the tape. If you do fall into an old sin, you repent or are filled with godly sorrow towards your sin and not the joy you once had committing that sin. When you love sin and do not show any feeling of remorse for sins you have committed, it is a sign you need to examine yourself. Instead of taking responsibility for your sins and seeking for the mercy of God, if you always try to justify yourself and give excuses for your wrongs, it is a sign you need to examine yourself. If you find yourself planning your day around sin or going out of your way to sin, you need to examine yourself. I must be clear, Christians do sin, and they do fall short. I must repeat again, no one goes to heaven because of their morality. You enter heaven by accepting the free gift of salvation. My point here is simply this. If your life is exactly the same before you gave your life to Christ. Yeah, I'm looking at your balls. Gang, pause the tape, end the tape. That was just a big bunch of bullshit. Wasn't it? Again, listen to the, the, the sorrow-filled music and the imagery and the blase and the glavenoids. That was fucking terrible. Gang, Uncle Bobby is only giving you two big motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby is going to give you two big motherfucking solutions. Gang, the first one up is Caldwell Apologetics. Shut the fuck up. You're right. <laughs> and, and to your credit, numbnuts, you took nothing out of context. Nothing. And you're right, Christians. I don't care. I do not care for one single fucking second about all the qualifiers you put in front of rape, holocaust, slave trade, raping a child for fun. What the fuck's wrong with you guys for saying that and thinking about that bullshit? I don't care. I do not care. But again, just like why I don't go to football games. That's the accepted behavior in a football stadium. You stand, you get drunk, you talk shit, you coach from the sidelines or from, from the stands, even though you've never played. Those are the rules. When you walk into the big house in Michigan, when you work, walk into Death Valley in Baton Rouge, when you walk into Kyle Field at Texas A&M, when you walk into Memorial Stadium at fucking Nebraska or the University of Texas, those are the rules. People stand, they get drunk, and they make comments. I know that. That's why I stay my black ass at home. I will never invite them to my house and vice versa because I don't belong there. I don't belong <laughs> in philosophical discussions because I don't care. I don't care about the label you put in front of a harmful act. All I care about is the harmful act. And you can sit here and you can jerk off and you're like, oh, well, he's doing it because it's objectively wrong. And he says, I said objectively Okay, fine. Fine. 
It's important to you to call something objectively wrong. It's important to me to help the person that was wronged. I will not go into their house. And I will not invite them into mine. Because we just have different fucking priorities, gang. We just have different priorities. Gang, the next one up, and lastly but not leastly, is the topic of hell. Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> no. There is absolutely, positively no way that you can spin the topic of hell and make it moral. That video was, no one smiled in that video. Everyone was getting hurt. Everyone was frightened. Everyone looked like they had no hope. And you guys, apparently we're going to get eaten up by worms and all this other bullshit. All from a God who loves us. Now fuck the three ways you don't go to hell and the blahs and glavenoids. <clears throat> it's a threat. It is a threat that is wrapped around an insult. I don't believe in hell, Christians. I don't. The insult that comes with it. The mindset that comes with it. It turns us into this us versus them. It does. Right again, would you vote for? I remember, I, I didn't even know this poll actually existed. I asked that poll at work. I was an atheist. I just hadn't told anybody yet. If you, if you're the person that you vote for for president or that the, the candidate of the top 25 things that are important to you, socially, economically, morally, all that stuff of those 25, they have all 73. Everything about them is perfect on paper. But two weeks before the presidential uh, election, you find out they're an atheist. Would you vote for that person? With the exception of one, I still remember it was Sarah. Everyone else said, fuck no. It's the mindset that comes with how they feel about people who don't share the same mindset. It's the insult that comes with, I hope nothing but bad shit for your kid every day for four years. Now, Christians, you can sit here and say that was a stupid example. That you wouldn't let it bother you. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. You know how I know I'm right? You guys should see how much you fucking bellyache when you're told you have to follow the rules. Oh, that's a county courthouse? Pay for it by public dollars? Yeah, the Ten Commandments, they, they gotta come down. Why are you persecuting me? You would be bothered if you lived in a world to where every, every, one of the foundational pillars is that you were truly persecuted, you wouldn't make it. You guys have to follow the rules now and you're belly aching like a kid that just got their favorite toy taken away from them. The insult that comes with you telling me I'm going to burn in hell is the attitude that follows. And after that attitude, it's the actions. And that's all that matters to me. There's absolutely no way you could spin this abusive talk. Not to me, motherfucker. You just can't do it. This is abusive language. If I hurt you, it is your fault. It is. And bitch, I am everywhere. I am everywhere. Where would you go if not right here? Huh? Who's going to want your monkey ass? Oh, what's that? What? Okay, fine. Uncle Bobby's teaching you self-defense. You don't think I can't get to your faggot son? Huh? What about your slut of a daughter? Fine. You, you know your karate now. 
can't get to you, but I can get to someone that you love. Which part of that is not the God proposition? You were born a sinner. God is omnipresent. You're a sinner. The pain that you feel, your fault. God's omnipresent. He's there when you're jerking off, having sex without a wedding ring, worshiping another God or no God at all, right? You're worthless. You are absolutely born worthless. If not to heaven, where else are you going to go? Huh? I'm the only one that fucking loves your sorry ass. And okay, you get Uncle Bobby. No, you won't. You're not going to get Simon. I guarantee you. My best friend will die with non-belief. Okay, we'll get Simon. Which part of that does not meet the four diagnosable criteria of battered spouse? Again, if you knew someone who actually lived like that, you call the fucking cops. God does the exact same thing. People give 10% of their money to the church where they learn that they're useless sacks of shit and that you deserve to go to hell. Christians, step your fucking game up. You are better than what this bullshit video says. You're better than what that fucking Bible says. The world would be better if you guys thought more highly of yourselves. Believe it or not, Uncle Bobby actually does. You're better than what they are telling you. Keep believing in your God or whatever the fuck you got to do. Please, God, don't. But stop thinking that you're worthless sack of shit. Because when you think that you're worthless sack of shit, that means you think I am a worthless sack of shit. And this cycle of hate just keeps on rolling. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go.